And we welcome into our studios, as promised, the new coach of the University of Dayton men's basketball team, Anthony Grant, officially introduced on April 1st. And since then, uh, you have had quite a busy schedule, so we appreciate you having some time uh, for us today, Anthony. And I know you hit the ground running uh, recruiting and staff, so uh, where are you right now as far as getting your staff together? Yeah, Larry, it's great to be here with you guys. Uh, it, it has been hectic, but uh, it's been good. I'm really excited about the, the staff they were able to put together and uh, you know, moving in the right direction in terms of finishing everything out. But we were fortunate we got Anthony Solomon, who's a longtime assistant, I think a 28-year assistant. Last stop was at Georgetown. Before that, he was at Notre Dame. He's a former head coach. He's a guy that's been a lot of different places and has a lot of relationships, is, is uh, very good on the floor, has been a part of a lot of successful programs. So really fortunate to get him as our associate head coach. And then another guy that we brought along with is James Kane. He's a guy that I knew when I worked at the University of Florida. He was a student there. And Long story, uh, he, he was. we used to play a three-on-three challenge against the students, and we were undefeated for a long time, and James's team actually beat us. It's the only time we lost, I think, in my whole time there. So, uh, But no, James went on, and he joined me at VCU uh, uh, as a graduate assistant, uh, hired him as a video uh, coordinator. He joined me at Alabama, left uh, after, I think, my second year at Alabama and went to Murray State, was an assistant coach there, and obviously had a lot of success with, uh, with their program. Uh, so really happy to get him back. He's a guy that I think is a relentless recruiter, uh, very good uh, tactician on the floor, does a great job. So we're excited to have him. And I also hired Ricardo Greer. Now, Ricardo is a native New Yorker, played at Pitt, and then played 14 years overseas. Actually, I think in about a week and a half, is going into the Hall of Fame in France uh, for his playing career. So most recently, he was at uh, the University of Central Florida in player development. He's a guy that brings a, a lot of connections, a lot of talents to our team, and excited to have him. Darren Hurts is a guy I hired as our special assistant to the head coach. Darren and I worked together for 10 years at the University of Florida. Uh, he was Billy's right-hand man for 19 years. Most recently, he was at the University of Illinois for the last two. So Darren will be uh, in a, a very important role for us in terms of uh, our analytics, breaking down uh, our, our team in terms of helping me to analyze what we're doing, uh, both offensively and defensively. And uh, so, yeah, so you're recruiting them to help you recruit, and you guys hit well, the ground running, and uh, you've been out uh, out getting players. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously a, a team effort. So we've got a lot of great people with us. Uh, we're excited about uh, moving forward. All right. Uh, we're going to be talking more about uh, moving forward with Anthony Grant. Joined in studio by the new coach of the Dayton Flyers, Anthony Grant, and uh, getting kind of caught up after uh, a whirlwind uh, a little over a month uh, at the job uh, for Anthony after being officially introduced on April 1st. We talked about your staff, and you've been out recruiting. And, of course, the big news this week is uh, you landed yourself a point guard. What can you tell us about Jalen Crutcher? Well, first of all, great kid. Comes from a great family. You know, he uh, originally signed to Chattanooga out of high school, and when they had a coaching change, he opened up his recruitment. One of my assistants, James King, was familiar with him from uh, from his time at Murray State, and we were able to, to get him on campus. And uh, you know, once he saw this place and saw, you know, the resources that we have here, the commitment to to both on the on the court and off the court, academically, athletically, socially, I think he felt like this would be a great fit for him. So really excited to have him part of our team. And I think one of the first things you did, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, you left the press conference and you started reconnecting with the, the the guys who had signed to come here next year as incoming freshmen, and you were able to get recommitments, for lack of a better word, uh, right. from Jordan Davis, a guard out of South Carolina, big guy, Jordan Pierce out of New Jersey, and then the last piece, uh, Mateus Faboda from uh, the Czech Republic. And uh, how, did, how did those conversations go? 
they, they were great. You know, like like you you just mentioned. You know, the first thing on, on my on my plate really was to to try to establish a relationship with the guys that were on campus. So I, I had a chance to meet with all of them and kind of listen to to where they were at and you know what they felt about the program and their their, their position in the program and kind of explain what my vision was and. Those guys are awesome. Excited to have all those guys with us. And then the next order of business was to try to reach out to the recruits that uh, Coach Miller and his staff had, had brought in. And uh, obviously we were able to retain three of those guys. Two of them decided to do other things. But really excited about the guys that we have coming in. They're, they're all great families, great kids, and I think will be integral parts of our team. I think at the time I had a chance to visit with in the office, uh, you, you shared with me that you, you kind of thought that uh, that John Crosby was going to leave. You, you, you just he he made some made some noise about that, and I think you were kind of shaking your head, saying, "Boy, young man, I wish you would give this some thought." Well, apparently he has because he is going to stay. Yeah, yeah. John and I, you know, probably I think after you and I had talked, uh, maybe a couple of weeks later, uh, there was rumblings that he had. Maybe felt like he'd made a made a poor decision, uh, so we he, uh, we reached out. Uh, he came in, we talked, and I think it was, uh, you know, John obviously has, has been a guy that has had you know kind of a rocky <clears throat> a rocky road a little bit. I think it'd be fair to say, in terms of his production on on the court, he's a guy that I think really uh, has a lot of pride in terms of of wanting to do well, wanting to showcase what he's capable of doing. So, I think he just wanted some some reassurance that. He would have an opportunity to compete, have an opportunity to, to, to earn playing time and, and, and help the team. Uh, when you talk to his teammates, they all said great things about him in terms of who he was as a person. So uh, once we worked all of that out in terms of his understanding of, of the direction we were taking the program and his role in it, I think he felt very, very comfortable uh, moving forward. And did a great job finishing out academically. So we're excited to have him back on the team. We don't need to get into each specific individual returning player, but in general, uh, and, and you've been through this before when you when you, you became a head coach at VCU and again at, at Alabama. Uh, how do you go about evaluating returning players? Uh, do you look at their old game tapes, or or what do you do? Yeah, I mean, really, for me, it, it's about right now. It's about establishing relationships. You know, when I when I came in, as you mentioned, there was a lot of things to do, a lot of things that we had to get done. My, my first order of business for them was to take care of the classroom, to make sure that they finished strong academically. We really didn't do much on the court. I was able to get them the last couple of weeks before uh, they had preparations for final. I was able to get them on the court and just kind of see where they're at. So this will be a big summer. You know, we'll have some of the guys will be here for the first summer session. Uh, and then we'll have, I think, the whole pretty much everybody here for the second summer session. So it would be a chance for them to get to know me, our staff, learn our terminology, as well as us get a chance to know them. I really, you know, we'll, our system will be uh, has some similarities to what Coach Miller and his staff had, but there'll be a lot of differences. So, uh, you know, for me, it's more of evaluating guys in terms of what we're doing, style of play wise, and and how they fit into to what we want to accomplish. That's uh, Dayton Flyers coach Anthony Grant, and we're going to be talking more about uh, his vision for the program moving forward. We welcome in Anthony Grant, the coach of the Dayton Flyers, uh, for a chance to sit down and talk uh, after a whirlwind uh, six weeks uh, on the job, introduced on April 1st and uh, already getting a staff just about put together, uh, still uh, you know, out there recruiting. You have one spot uh, available should you choose to fill it. Are you guys actively uh, seeking to fill it? We are. We are. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, we've got a couple of injuries that you, you, you know about that we're, we're dealing with, and we'll, we'll see where that goes. We certainly... Uh, 
if we can get the right guy, certainly we'll look to fill that 13th scholarship. Ryan Mikesell, obviously the most serious injury facing a hip surgery, uh, not one, not just once, but twice. First uh, coming up May 15th and then in June. And, and obviously his future is a, a little cloudy as far as this coming season. Uh, but then you've got uh, Trey Landers, uh, sports hernia surgery. I had that. He'll recover. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and then you've also got Sam uh, coming off the ankle injury. But, uh, um, you know, as you look forward to, to, to getting these guys out on the court and seeing what they can do, uh, to a man, every player I've talked to was very excited about the fact that you've had experience uh, in the NBA, uh, you know, and, and when, you, when you can drop the name of a, of a Kevin Durant and a, Mike, and, and, and a Russell Westbrook, um, what is it that tangibly you're then able to, to give to these players who that gets their attention? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I think, uh, as you mentioned, I think just the, the familiarity with being in, in, in the league for, for two years and, and seeing what it takes you know, for guys to not only get there but to, but to stay there and have success. I think the relationships uh, over the two years uh, being in the NBA that I was able to develop, uh, not only with the, the Thunder organization but with other teams and uh, just being able to, to help these guys understand what it takes to be a pro uh, at that level or – whether it be uh, overseas or uh, in the in the D League, I think uh, every player uh, aspires to to make money playing the game. It's a great way to make a living doing what you love to do. Uh, so you know, all these guys they want to be put in positions where uh, they have those opportunities. So whether it's things that we do style of play wise, or things that we do with our player development, or just being able to pick up a phone and and get them information in terms of. Uh, you know where they are in, in the process, I think those things can all help. You've had many mentors in your life, uh, going all the way back to your high school days in Miami, but uh, two prominent ones would be Don Donaher and, and, and Billy Donovan. From what do you take from those mentors to form who Anthony Grant is as a head coach? Wow, that's a great question. Uh, I think, obviously, from, from, from Coach uh, Donaher, uh, you know, he took me from a 17-year-old boy to a uh, to a man and and uh, just his work ethic, his character. Uh, he was ahead of his time in terms of uh, how he evaluated what it, what what went into winning. Uh, coach Donovan is 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 to me uh, a Hall of Fame coach in terms of what he's been able to accomplish over the course of his his career and his his passion, his relentless pursuit of excellence, uh, his his knowledge of of what goes into winning. I think the common thread between those two guys is is their understanding of what it takes to to win not only you know on the court but in life and uh, certainly very very happy to have those two guys in my life and and uh, to be able to lean on them and, and and get advice from them I want to talk a little bit about uh, scheduling philosophy and I'm going to bust you initially because I know when you were at Alabama the phone rang and a coach said hey Anthony why don't you bring the Crimson Tide up here and play against your alma mater the Dayton Flyers and you said no I can't win there <laughs> Now, you know you're going to be making that phone call. You're going to be getting those same kind of answers. Uh, so in, in approaching scheduling, it's tough at the University of Dayton. Uh, what, what do you try to do? I was right, wasn't I? Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, well, I, I think uh, first and foremost, uh, Neil's got a great uh, game plan in terms of, of approaching scheduling. And so uh, our staff, myself, uh, Darren Hurts, my assistant, we're going to work with Neil and his team in terms of uh, putting ourselves in position to have the best chance to play in postseason should we have a team that's capable of doing that. Uh, 
So our approach will be very similar to what they've done in the past in terms of uh, we're, we're going to try to stay in those exempt tournaments. And we're going to try to obviously uh, put ourselves in a position where we, we play a competitive enough schedule that we're, we're in position to get an at-large bid at the end of the year. As we learn our team and as we, we, we learn the league going through it, I think every year we'll try to try to you know put ourselves in position where we're capable of doing that. But we've got several games still still here to get uh, with this upcoming schedule, so we're in the process of trying to put that together right now. You have a unique um, insight into what it means to be a Dayton basketball player because you were a, a Dayton basketball player. And, and moving forward, what do you see as the relationship of of a UD Flyers student athlete? with the Dayton community as a whole? This community, I think, is is one of the best I've ever seen in terms of the way they embrace uh, Flyer basketball. Uh, saw a stat the other day where it was, I think it was 57% of the season ticket holders are non-UD alum. So I think you're dealing with a community that, that really embraces basketball, really embraces UD basketball. I know for me personally, I, I can say I certainly felt uh, like I was a Daytonian, you know, playing here and obviously coming back the way I've, I've been welcomed back. And uh, it's been a, an unbelievable uh, relationship and bond. I felt it when we brought our team here when I was at Alabama and the reception I got before the game started. They weren't very kind to me during the game. But uh, before the game, it was it was it was awesome. Uh, so just uh, just those experiences, I've had a chance to come back and do a couple of speaking engagements here over the course of my coaching career as well. So uh, it's it's uh, it's amazing. I think when a young man has a chance to to be a part of this, to see it and then participate in it, uh, it's a life changing event. Really, uh, I think you talk to uh, talk to the guys that just finished their careers here and their passion for this place from. Uh, Chicago or New York or wherever these guys are from, uh, this is a special place and will always be a special place to those that play here. All right, uh, real quick before we have to let you go, um, you've got camps coming up uh, at the uh, at the University of Dayton uh, coming up this summer for uh, all age groups. And without getting into the specific dates, uh, just give the fans a feel for how, how your approach is towards camps. Well, you know, uh, to me, camps is a part of our program, so it, it's a chance for us to. To get people, especially young kids in our community, exposed to, to UD basketball, exposed to our players, our staff, uh, get them uh, some some great skills in terms of uh, maybe drills that they can do uh, to to help improve their game. And the thing I always tell kids at camp, you know, we're not going to make you a, a great basketball player in four or five days here, but hopefully we'll give you some things that you can take home. And when you're in your driveway or when you're at the park or you're at the, at the gym, things that you can work on. Uh, to improve and, and at the same time also understand that uh, you know basketball is a microcosm of the game of life. There's certain things that you need to be able to do in order to be successful, whether it's in the classroom, whether it's on the court, whether it's when you're at home with mom and dad, the way you treat people, uh, the way you carry yourself. So I always look forward to having a chance to, to speak some wisdom into the young kids in our community. All right. Uh, details on those camps at DaytonFlyers.com, and we'll continue to update you on that as we move forward. Anthony, so uh, uh, so, so great to have you here with us, and uh, we thank you for sharing this time. It's precious to you, I know. Oh, I appreciate it, Larry. It's great to be here. Thank All you. Right.